yeah, 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 Before we had planned, oh yeah, oh yeah, me fear bottles of gas without any thought of what's on the cart. Just to take great offense, that is just so typically me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oops, we did it again. We strode through a door. No appointment, no name. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It might seem we have goals if we do know what knows. What we're doing here? Giant wings on here. Have been damaged somewhat. We stride upstairs to the high lord. No appointments, a shortcut. And now, as we approach the door, I am not so assured no more. The adventure continues. You um, eventually get to the door, Dweezil, um, <laughs> front of the queue, uh, and you get in. Um, and as as you sort of, are, are you stopping at the door, or are you just? Are you just on Karen mode and just want to? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk to the manager? Um, the card even said he'd tell them for uh, you. I've got, I've got. Um, Did you get caught up in there? Yeah, I've got. Rem- I've just remorse. <laughs> I mean, look, listen. Characters are allowed to change their mind. Let's just no, change no, we, their mind. No, no, we, no, no, we, no, no, no. We need to. Uh, I, the I, listeners want. The listeners want to hear about this. It's okay, I've, I've worked it out. Alright, I'll fly up. It's nice not being the, the chaotic floor. one for a change. <laughs> Qu- Quinch flies up to the top floor and breaks in a window. <laughs> Why don't... From out, Qu- Quinch, from the staircase. Quinch, we've made a mistake. Let's start a fight and get escorted oh, out of inside? here. Yes, you're inside. You, you literally... You, you've, you've gone storming in. Qu- Quinch, Quinch, I need your oh. agreement to punch you so we can get escorted <laughs> out. <laughs> Dweezil, uh, tell me. Come on, rescue this situation. Um, yeah, we can make this interesting. I want to speak to the the high lord. Okay. Are you? Are you? Are you sort of just so the doors open? Like there's a, there's a double door in front of you. Very official looking. One of the doors is 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 open ajar into the room as as um, Eric went in, um, and. Are you just walking straight in, or are you sort of standing at the doorway? I'm going to stand in the doorway, and I'm going to say, "I apologise for, um, I apologise for the commotion. Um, I can't help but feel partly responsible." <laughs> You're saying this to Eric? <laughs> you know, no, I'm saying this to the, the High Lord. What do who, what do I see? What... Okay, so as 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 Eric went in, you saw him sort of turn to the right. So if you're standing in the doorway, you can't see anything. You can just see the door. You can just see the room ahead of it, which looks very, um, you know, uh, very official looking, very 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 much like you saw the Water Barons, that sort of style. Very well decorated, um, pictures up on the wall. Um, slightly different feel about these. These are sort of more Art Nouveau, if you will. Yeah. And, um, any of them worth headbutting? We'll find out. 
we'll find out. Nice. Um, so you're gonna then walk in? So you yeah, can... I'm just gonna walk in. I'm gonna say I apologise for the for the commotion. I did explain to Eric that um, we are not going to be here in Silvery Moon for long enough to uh, appeal for uh, an audience with you through the proper channels. Um, But it is imperative that we speak to you. We've come from Yatar. Previously, we were in Tribor. And in every town that we have visited, we have uh, paid our respects to the civic leader in the town as is only fit because we understand that when uh, when groups of armed and powerful adventurers uh, and people come into a city, uh, then we want to alleviate the worries and fears that come with that. We're not here to cause trouble. We're not here to, uh, to, to, to cause any harm to the city of silvery moon um we are we are merely passing through and wanted to pay our respects um and also i had some questions because we have been following the trail of giants as you walked in the room and started having this conversation (laughs) you see (laughs) <laughs> you see Eric talking to himself and he's like, Ooh, like then pretending to be the High Lord and then no. Um you see behind this um again very official looking desk, you see a woman who is around fifty years old. Um and she looks ever everything you'd expect a statesperson to look like. She 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 reeks of of um high lordness. And um Eric is sort of Crouched, not crouched, but sort of like stooped over her. Obviously, clearly halfway through telling her what you came into the room to tell her yourself, and obviously stopped midway through because you've interrupted him. Um, there's also someone sat the other side of the desk that she was clearly in a meeting with, as Eric uh, interrupted, and she sort of hears every word like with a very sort of pensive, quite a serious face. Here's everything everything you said and looks at the two other people in the room and just sort of like ushers them away with a very sort of gentle um, motion of just yeah with her hand the two of them leave the two of them leave um, and as they shut the door leaving her and the four of you she just says sorry I didn't catch your name uh, my name is Dweezel van Zafir. Uh, may, I, may I take your name? Mr. Van Sophia, I am the High Lord Methramar Arasume. That's a great name. Can you spell it for me, please? <laughs> M E. So Methramar is M E T H, a meth. Yeah. Um, R A M M A R. Yeah. And then the surname is A E R A S U M E. Arasume. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do apologise for the for the way I entered your room. It's um that uh, is... it's not polite, it's not befitting. Um but the times are these are, they, not, are they, they are these are not times for airs and graces and politeness, unfortunately. This is not how we normally do business oh, well in aware. Silvery Moon. Well aware. I'm sure that my guards would have told you that we normally deal with appointments mm-hmm. and May I ask you? Do you live? Uh, I take it from your comments, you do not live in Silvery Moon. No, I. Well, I. I last resided in Baldur's Gate. Okay, I'm a long way and from home. 
How long have you been in Silvery Moon? Uh, this is my second second day in Silvery Moon. I suspect, therefore, you are aware that we had some political guests yesterday. Absolutely. That was part of the reason that I, I, I felt it prudent to speak to you. That is why we are on slightly heightened security at the moment, and that is why my guards would have quite clearly tried to tell you in possibly not as certain terms as I would have liked that we were not taking guests at the moment. The, th- the thing is, your, your guards were, were, were unable to stop me, a, a slight half-elf. Um, if I had meant harm, then your guards, your guards were not fit for purpose. I'm concerned um, for the safety of Silvery Moon, much as I was concerned for the safety of Tribor, much as I was concerned for the safety of Yatar and for the safety of all of the innocent civilians. Um, I've seen, Silver- I've seen giants, I've seen creatures rampaging through towns. Silvery Moon is unlike these other cities you mention. I. I do not wish to be arrogant. I do not wish to speak of those others as if they were insignificant. But However, we do have a formidable defence. We have guards of the utmost order and we have wizards who are able to protect us from anything that the guards are unable to do so. I, Greg I scoffs thank... and goes, <laughs> wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um... I thank you for you coming here and I thank you for your concern. I would never turn away anybody who wished the best for not only this city, but any city in Faerun. But unless there is anything of particular note you wish to bring to my attention, I would like to thank you and bid you adieu. I won't, I won't take any, any more of your time. I've got two questions for you, if, if, if you don't mind, though. It will, it will take a matter of moments. Um, I think it would perhaps be prudent of us maybe to speak to, to your wizards. Um, and also, can, can you tell me where the, where the giants have gone? With regards to wizards, they are very good at their job. I, with no disrespect to four strangers who have barged their way into my room, I'm not sure what you can help them with. And as for the meeting with the giant, that was... And she sort of scoffed at this as by appointment. Okay. That was... They they reached out to discuss with us something that they wanted. That's, that's you know, as you can appreciate, again, as strangers, that's as much as I can give you. They were, they were, they were here amicably, if that is your concern. I appreciate that the times they are troubling and there are some rumours of troubles with the giants. And if you are worried that they came here looking to storm the city or anything of that ilk, I can assure you that that was not my... That was not how I interpreted the meeting I had with the Countess. Well, <laughs> listeners... It's a lovely, lovely moment where I've just seen Mike and um, Stuart hear the word Countess and go, ooh, and they write down their little notes. <laughs> Sam, Sam's on his phone, um, and MJ's just smiling. So like, it's just nice to know who is taking notes and who isn't. 
Uh, I'm a little, little, little bit disappointed to have been called out there. I have taken quite a lot of notes this evening. Uh, just like that to be known. Uh, by how much of them about me. the? How many of them about the pork pie hat? There, there was only there was only two notes about the pork pie hat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that let's not waste any more time. She's not going to. Uh, we don't. I don't want to antagonise her. She's not going to give us any more. Why would she? You know, this is like when when we knocked on the door of the other woman's house and said, "Have you, do you have you ever heard a dab of?" Yeah, but she was just rude. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm going to say that I got a much better vibe from this woman than we did from uh, Nestor Ruthiel. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. I, I think she seems a a much more pleasant person. And bearing in mind, you sort of barged in on this woman. Yeah. You, you know, she's, she, can she's I, can tried I flip to give... her desk? <laughs> if you really want to, I think you've read the room poorly, though, there. Yeah. Dabov, can, um... Dabov, can you mage hand some good... Oh, no, wait. <laughs> no, she's 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 tried to, I think, the without you rolling, she's tried to give you her time of day as best as possible and not make you feel unwelcome, but also make you feel like you're getting more than you deserve. Yeah. Yeah, not a problem. I'm really I'm once again I'm tremendously sorry to have barged in. I've I've if it's any uh explanation, I've had a very, very uh stressful forty eight hours and I'm really not myself at the moment. Um so with that we will uh we will bid you goodbye and apologize once more for the manner of our arrival. That is that is understandable, and I apologise for whatever it is you're currently going through. Thank you. Um, I'll back out of the room as we get out of the door. I go, Krill, race you down the stairs. Go. Krill is off like a rocket. Right. You run down the stairs. <coughs> you... Both die. No, no, um, I, I walk. And... I walk gently. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Krill grabs Dweezil's hand and then, <laughs> and then like, gives it legs down the stairs. Surfs, surfs him down the stairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Head bouncing you... off every step. Doom, 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 doom. You get yourself out of the um, out of the, the, the palace. Um, the, the the guards are back on the doors, both Eric and guard number one. Um, and and as you walk past, um, just both of them just go, have a lovely day, sirs. Uh, right, right. I will. The, I've still got the gold coin in my hand from before, from when I did the trick, and I'm just gonna flick it back for Eric to catch. Go, sorry, mate. Sorry about that. Like a dog uh, playing fetch, Krill. No, I'm just... You just bribing officers? Is that what's going on? No, there? I'm just. What, just, what, what DC just... to catch it? Give me a DC to catch it. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's set it at um, 30, and whatever I roll on sleight of hand, we remove from the 30. So the better my sleight of hand, the easier it is for him to catch it. Okay. Well, go for it. Okay, I've just got a dirty 20, so he's a, he's a DC 10. Okay, he got 13. There it goes. So he just he just grabs it and um, he sort of shows he shows the other guard and sort of like just they have a little laugh about the moment. Um, so you're back out on the silvery moon south side. Yeah. What do you want to do? Where does... It's probably 
it's probably now around 12 o'clock by the time you've walked over there and gone through all this shenanigans. Is it theatre o'clock? Is it... Yeah, it's got to be matinee time, hasn't it? it? The, 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 the theatre did see, as you were walking past, you did see that the theatre was at five. Um, however, however, I'm happy to Benny Hill the day. Unless, unless there's anything you particularly want to do, we can just say you mill around, get some lunch, see the sights. Yeah, let's theatre, theatre. Cir- circus, circus day out. Do, 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 yeah, do, do, let's, let's go watch the theatre. It feels like that is the... It feels like where we're being <laughs> It feels like the one thing we've avoided. <laughs> well, it's understandable. You don't go to the theatre the day after your mate dies, do you? Well, uh, unless, unless you um, find a new character. Yeah. Unless you've got tickets that you can't get out of. Um, so, yeah. So, during the day, you, you mill around. You take in the sights. You sort of have a look around Silvery Moon. You um, eventually, though, around 4.30, start making your way over to um, the... Uh, does anyone remember the name of the theatre? Ooh. I've got Ooh. Silvery Moon written down here. Is that something? <laughs> <laughs> the Silvery Moon Theatre Co. Uh, the Dancing Goat. We've got the Wayward That's House, not- the Golden Oak, and the Bright Blade Bran House. I think those are probably all inns. You read, are you reading all your notes, Sam? Uh, yeah, um, in 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 illegible writing. All right, okay. Um, it is the anchor. That's oh, that's what that word says. Oh, <laughs> can can read your writing. <laughs> um, you make your way there, and you eventually get there at uh, about quarter to five, and you can already see that there is a queue there of approximately a hundred people, Oof. give or take. Ah, but it's lucky that we came earlier in the day and booked those VIP tickets, so we skipped the queue. <laughs> I like to go for um, each of them one by one and introduce myself <laughs> until one of them is Luke answering. <laughs> No. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> yes, I've, we, we've homebrewed a new um, class, which is audience member. Um, it has proficiency in listening uh, and clapping. Proficiency in listening wouldn't get on in this game. Then. <laughs> no. um, right, so you get there and uh, join the the back of the queue. Uh, and yeah, and at five o'clock the doors open and everyone starts shuffling, shuffling their way in. Um, the theatre itself is nothing particularly spectacular. I mean, it's 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 looks okay, looks fairly steady, but without anything particularly unique or interesting about it that stands out from the crowd. Um, as you get to the front of the queue. You or get close to the front of the queue. You can see a poster for, um, you can see a poster for the show, and it, it's you know across the top it says, uh, "Rock Rocks and Romance, an actual play," uh, and underneath what you can see is like a table with um, uh, various humanoid people sat around this table. Um, one of them at the front, sort of like seemingly sort of like hands out, like gesticulating, and the other uh, like four or five people on there like with all different sort of states of emotions like some holding their hands some of them like guffawing and stuff like that um you eventually get to the front and uh there is a uh, uh what are they called usher an usher type person stood there um and uh uh yeah what, what do you do you say anything to him um, I think the the correct thing to do is just hand him your tickets, and then he gets the spotlight out and shows you to your seat, isn't it? 
Okay. Um, he's he says, "Oh, there's 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 you know there's no tickets. It's it's first come first served. Um, free free shows." Why am I talking to you then? Out the way. As you go past him, he says, "But you can you afterwards you can donate anything that you want at the end if you really want to help the if you want really want to help the 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 group." Um, But it is totally free. It's not you know you don't have to pay. Just if you want to help, feel free to do so. There'll be a bucket at the end. Uh, Crow does the thing you do. You know you walk out of a supermarket and they got the charity bucket and you you pretend to. Pat your pockets, and you're like, oh, 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 if I get any change on the way out, I'll I'll sort you out. Well, and then you walk past and they hear your coin purse just going <laughs> with all your freaking money. The <laughs> richest man in the theatre. <laughs> um, you you eventually get into the actual theatre itself, and uh, there's there's a few seats left. Um, in terms of size, as I say, there was about a hundred people queuing up. You can't, you can, you can see that you could probably fit another couple of hundred in here. Um, but so there's there's quite a few seats for you to to choose. But people are dotted around. So whereabouts do you want to sit? I I heard a shorty down low in the front and said, "Come and get me." So I'll go down towards the front. Okay, so um, everyone... what's those upper seats that are like little double booths? What's the who's the Muppet fellas? <laughs> The Royal Box. Boxes. Yeah, yeah, the Royal Box, one of them. Uh, okay, so oh, Krill goes up, up into one of the... Krill well, goes up into one of the boxes. Quinn doesn't want to split up, so he follows Krill. <laughs> yeah, I'll, Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought we'd be splitting the party yeah. at the, th- the theatre, of all places. So, Despite hearing Shorty down, down low. <sighs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> is that an Usher song, is it? It's a lyric from yeah, sorry. Right, yeah, okay. Okay, brilliant. Excellent. Britney Spears and Usher. Well, there's Sorry, I've got to keep there's... it real now. Cuz on a 1 to 10 she's a seven. <laughs> right, I'm going to I'm going to click uh, X on that browser window and the Britney Spears <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, um so you take a seat where it is you end up sitting. Um in, in again inside it it looks pretty good. Um, without being anything spectacular, there's there's big curtains at the front on the on the theatre, and you see uh, adorned on these um, curtains, you see um, the curtain itself is like a maroon, like a dark, dark rich red, and then uh, in in white there's lettering two R's, um, one sort of back to back, and then there's like a, a an ampersand in the middle of it, oh. um, in a in a like a hexagon or octagon or something like that. Lovely logo choice. It is a lovely logo, logo choice. Um, you take your seat and you can. there's like that little murmur in the theatre that you get when everyone's just like, just talking about everything. And um, after you wait, you know, a little while, maybe 15 minutes, half an hour, something like that, um, eventually the curtains uh, start to, I don't know why I made that motion because they actually lift. Um, the curtains start to uh, to lift um, just as uh, an elven man walks onto the stage with um, with a lute, and uh, he starts uh, strumming his lute in front of you, uh, starts singing a song. Um, the tune sounds quite familiar to you, like it sounds like a song you've you've heard before, but n- none of the lyrics, none of the lyrics sound like what they should be. They don't sound like what you know. It doesn't sound like the 
the song that you recognise. It's almost like it's two different things. Whilst he's doing that, um, which lasts for maybe a minute or so, um, you see behind that there's a table on the stage behind him with set up with a number of seats. Um, and while he's singing his song, um, you, you notice that five people very quietly sort of like walk onto stage and take their seats. Um, and there appears to be a halfling, um, a goliath, a lizard folk, and two humans. Um, when the singer finishes, uh, he actually then just goes and takes the final seat and sits at the table. Um, without missing a beat, one of the humans sat at the head of the table, um, starts reminding the others of some supposed of recent events, or starts talking about things that may have happened to them recently. Um, and from what you can tell, this group is in the middle of what appears to be some sort of like improvised story. It's sort of like it's it's it doesn't feel scripted by any means. Um, although every now and again, one of the people on the stage. Um, They'll they'll say oh you know uh, can I can I do something or can I can I can I say something, um, and uh, the, the 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 human at the head of the table will say yeah that's fine but feel free to to roll a dice, uh, and they roll a dice and depending on what number happens they get uh, they either get what they want or they don't. Um, over the next forty five minutes or so, the group discuss um, and act out a number of seemingly random events and unconnected unconnected situations, um, such as one of the characters. Um, spends like several gold pieces um, on toys for himself, seemingly at the um, at the uh, expense of his his, his poor wife. Um, uh, another character um, happens to also get the same toys, but he just magically wins them and doesn't have to spend nearly as much money um, uh, uh, getting these. Um, one of them, one of the other party members. Um, for some reason, buys um, incredibly large shoes. Um, doesn't doesn't. It's it, it's 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 yeah. It's it's his own thing. Um, the fourth the fourth character. Um, at one point, I don't know why this happens, but seems to have coffee tipped all over him. Berate a Turkish woman. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, the, the the last guy is to it just seems depressed the entire time as for some reason he has to tidy up after all of them. <laughs> um, it's a bit it's a bit confusing. Um, the show is pretty much unlike anything you've ever seen before, um, and it seems to finish mid story, almost mid sentence at times. Um, one of the cast stands up um, and thanks everyone for coming and says they'll be back next uh, next show tomorrow uh, with more of the same story. Um, and so you finally gather this is a serialised story and you've missed a number of shows not understanding anything that's going on. Um, so watching in isolation mean, makes no sense and perhaps you should find out what happened from um, the very first show. Um, but you had a good time. Um, everyone in the theatre seemed to enjoy themselves and it seems like the, the lizard folk in particular um, got a lot of the pl applause and laughter. Um, most chaotic, one would argue. Yeah, um, and that. if you were in Silver Your Moon for longer, perhaps you'd visit again. After you leave the theatre, would you like to make any donations to... Oh, all the, the gold we have. All of it. It's just all going in. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give everything that I own, yeah. including the pork pie hat. Yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually will d dive into my own personal inventory for a copper piece. 
A copper piece. All right. Okay. Um, there's as, as you're leaving the theatre, you see like that. There's uh, like a, an usher and other ushers as well, um, holding like ho- holding buckets. What are other people putting in? Um, you see, you see a range of a range of things. You see anything from a copper piece all the way up to ten gold pieces. Wow. Generally, generally the lower amount. Yeah, yeah. Know, it's, it's, yeah the, the ten gold is seemingly like quite a, a, an extravagance. Um, most people don't. So yeah, you, you, but you put in whatever you think is. I mean, that's that's the important message is that you can put in whatever you feel. That, you know, you don't have to put anything. Uh, yeah, you, yeah you... they say that, but then they play on your guilt. Greg's going to put no, in no, 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 no. ten ultimately, gold ultimately. pieces, and he's also going to put in a business card. Not his, okay. just a business card. <laughs> What's Greg? Oh yeah, he much? doesn't know whose it is. It's for some fucking plumber down in. That's I just want, I just want, I just want to make sure that you understand that there's absolutely no need to pay anything. Like this, this, this forty-five minute show that you got and that will come back all the time, it's completely free, and and they will never charge you for it. It's just if you want, if you want to help their, if you want yeah, to help their production costs. If, yeah, if you don't give them the money to support their production costs, why are they going to continue to do it, Nate? Well, it's yeah. I mean, you know, the, the theatre's quite nice, but you know, they they'd like to move on to a bigger stage, or you know, maybe get some, you know, slightly better equipment, a nicer table, or, or something along a those nice lines. Table. <laughs> oh my god! I just can't. I'm gonna put ten gold in. Yeah, let's get it. Ten gold? Is that from the kitty, or is that your money? Uh, it's all my money. Let's be honest, mate. Yeah, I'm going to put in 10 gold as well. There you go, it's gone. Quinch is going to walk over to the lizard folk and give them a hand job. Uh, No. um, (laughs) No. It wasn't that good a show to put in 10 gold each. How's the the teddy bear armour working out for you, mate? I mean, I've... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Make sure you don't miss out on the circus's next crazy antics by hitting subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And in between episodes, you can always find us on social media by searching Dyson Desire on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We're in our third year now, and if you want to help us grow, you can do so in a number of ways. You can tell a friend, because word of mouth really helps us get our name out there, or you can review us on Apple or Podchaser to help with our visibility. Finally, you can donate to our Ko-fi page to help us take the show to the next level. All links can be found in this episode's description. And never forget, sometimes it is a dog licking a tree, yes? After the loss of his father, Colin must start over at a new school in a new city and make new friends. None of this comes easy to Colin, but he quickly finds a small group of like-minded role-playing friends that accept him for the slightly awkward teenager that he is. At the weekends of Sebastian, he battles to save Callum's reach from the dark, malevolent creatures that inhabit the brood forest as part of their weekly game. During the week, Colin, prone to overthinking everything, must learn to face his own demons as he battles to fit in at Ridge Valley High School. Can Colin put into practice some of the skills that his character is learning and make the same impact at school as Sebastian is in the brood forest? Can his weekly game help Colin in more ways than he realises? The only way to find out is to read the book and see if Colin can become the warlock at Ridge Valley.